Alrighty guys, welcome back to another podcast. I hope you guys are all having a great and amazing day today. For some weird reason, I could not get the webcam up, so you guys will not be able to see me. I know I look very good, but not in today's podcast. I don't know what's going on with my computer, but I guess we're just going to have to roll with it. But uh, yeah, so in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how to properly manage your own investments. Now, this is one of the most important things in in investing. You know, you can you can choose the right stock, you can choose the right stock, but if you can't manage it, you will lose money almost a hundred percent of the time. This is super important. Breaking down all the ratios, breaking down everything you guys need to understand. Uh, and if you guys get anything in value out of this podcast, make sure you guys uh, follow me or subscribe to wherever you guys listen to podcasts. I am on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Um, yeah, and guys, a really, really, really cool thing. We just started our new course, and uh, it's tr- it's about $35, and using the promo code ZOOM, Z-O-O-M, you guys can get 50% off. So make sure you guys check that out. That will be the first link down below. But uh, yeah, let's just jump into it. So with investing, one of the most important things is managing your portfolio. So really what, what I mean by managing is putting your money into one, the correct stuff and the amount. So if that's say you guys are a very, very conservative investor, meaning you don't really want to risk too much, you might take 50% of your money and put it in bonds. And and that's completely fine and take that other 50 and put it in just the S&P 500. You guys honestly would have a pretty solid re- return. You know, the S&P 500 for the past 10 years has around a 9.6% annual return every year, which is really nice. That's really strong. On top of that, you can get paid around a uh, 2% dividend you know, get all of those dividends reinvested. So you're looking strong and then you have your bonds that kind of act as your defense. So, you know, in the uh, 2020 crash, uh, bonds didn't even get hit. If anything, bonds went up. You know, bonds on average go up around 5% a year and a high quality bond will have like a 3.5% dividend like uh, BND, Vanguard's uh, total bond market uh, ETF, which is super, it's really strong to be honest. But when you are investing, this is this is how I manage it. It's super simple. I take uh, 40% of my money and I automatically put it in the S&P 500. 9.6% return and I don't have to worry about it. You know, that that is a moderate to low risk uh, pretty much investment. You know, I understand that when I invest in the S&P 500, I'm not going to, I don't care, honestly, um, where the price is. I understand that this is an investment for the next 10, 15, 20 years down the road. So all these short volatility swings that you know we see in the market, like today, it's already down like 800 points. But for me, honestly, that is an opportunity for me to invest more money. And that's exactly what I did. Today, I put a, you know, 100 bucks in and I just averaged my position down. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's a smarter way to go. So I take you know 40% of my money and I put it in the S&P 500. Then with around 15 to 20% of my money, I put it in the bond market. You know, that's where you get that 5% return on average and around a 3.5% dividend. Uh, pretty strong, you know, you you have, you have use that kind of as your defense. Um, and then I take the rest of my money and I put it in high quality. You know, so this is, this is only 
uh, 40% of my money. I put it in high quality dividend and blue chip stocks, okay? And these are companies that you and I know of. These are like Apple, Amazon, Home Depot, companies that, you know, are super strong. I, I, I don't really have to worry about too much. And then maybe I'll take, you know, maybe one one to 5% of my money, depending on kind of how much, you know, I put in. I'll put into riskier stuff. And I think that's the proper way to do it, especially for my age. You know, I'm only 20 years old and I, I can take more risk. And that, that's what I'm doing. But it's all about being conservative and minimizing risk, maximizing reward. So what I did in the 2020 crash is, I got I got out of my bonds. You know, I took I understood that the bonds were going up, and that's that's good. You know, I, I sold um, around ten percent, so about half of all of my bonds, and I put it all into high quality stocks. So I put it in Apple, I put it in uh, Home Depot, and these stocks were so cheap. But I had the growth from the bonds to afford all of these high quality stocks. And so that's what I did, and I left them in there. And then as the whole market started coming back, and now it's all the way up, breaking highs, now I'm putting money back into that bond and into all my other stuff, but I'm putting, making sure I have that 20% back in my bonds. And then I use that kind of like a, uh, when I need, when I need, you know, let's say Home Depot fell and is super undervalued and I did the, you know, proper fundamental and technical analysis, I sell some of my bonds and I'll buy some Home Depot because it's undervalued. And then when I deposit money, I put I make sure I fill that back up to 20, 20% or 15% of my portfolio. I keep doing that. And I think that's like the proper way to do it because you have these bonds that are super low risk. You get the cash flow from the dividends. And then when stuff falls undervalued, you sell a little bit and then you invest it into some high quality Stocks. It's honestly the best and smartest way to make money and to properly manage your portfolio. And you can do this with 5%. Like, you don't have to take 20%. I understand that's super conservative, but you don't have to take 20%. You can take 5% of, you know, the money you'd normally invest and put it into stuff like that. Put it into those bonds because those bonds are going to act as your defense. So, in the 2020 crash, I didn't even get hit that hard. The the S&P 500 fell 36%, but my portfolio fell around, you know, 15. So it used it as a defense and then I could sell some of my bonds, put it back into uh, you know, the S&P 500, get my average price super super low. So now when it broke over, broke over that, I am I was making so much money and my portfolio was growing so fast, which was really strong and really nice to see, but a lot of people have the misconception that bonds are you know, there's no bond market anymore. And, you know, I see, I understand that because the, because of the interest rates, but you have to figure out a way where you can be conservative and yet understand the proper risk. And if let's say the market fell tomorrow, how, how would you benefit from it? You know, I, I think that people would lose their shirt, especially right now, if the mark, the market fell another 20%, there's so much money out there whether the Fed dumping in, people are you know investing, and I just think that you have to have something that kind of acts as your defense in your portfolio, and that's why I use bonds. But you can use other things. You know, some people think bonds are risky, which I, I personally don't. But even if you take 
5% of the money and just store it for cash and wait for undervalued stocks, I think that's a smart move too. You know, honestly, it's all about it's all about what you guys feel comfortable with, but you don't want to not manage your portfolio because you can miss out on huge gains, huge, you know, like this if you didn't manage your portfolio for for 2020, you guys would be up probably about right now what would it be? Maybe 4%, 5% on the year. But if you managed it and properly, you know, averaged in to your position, averaged down when the market fell, all that good stuff, you guys could be up, you know, 40, 50%, which is absurd, but your your risk would be like nothing because you would have those bonds and you'd have that cash. So it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But that's like really how I manage my own portfolio. And I think that you always have to understand you know, it's what you feel comfortable with and it's what your goal should be. So if let's say your goal is, your goal is to, uh, you know, let's just say learn how to swing trade, make $100, let's say a week from swing trading. You know, that's a very, very, very f- good, good goal. You know, it, it's a solid goal. It's achievable. But you guys aren't going to be caring about where these companies are in the next 10 years compared to somebody who may be an income investor and cares about cash flow you know, your strategy is going to be completely different. And I, I think that is kind of like how you should manage it. Uh, if you're, you know, somebody who cares about retirement, you are looking at stocks that are 40, to, 40 years down the road where they're going to be at. And, you know, I think that is one of the mis- biggest misconceptions out there when you watch people on YouTube, even myself, you know, I'm, I'm a definitely more of a long-term investor. I have a more long-term approach. I think you should um, kind of make sure your people's goals add add up, you know, before you take any uh, information from them. But, you know, I I just think that you need to learn how to properly manage. That's how I manage it. Super simple. It's not too complicated. Uh, If you guys have any questions, go ahead and ask them down below. I would love to get back to you guys and make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, uh, The Carter Farr Show on YouTube. Uh, We are almost at 30 subscribers, (laughs) but make sure you guys check it out. Go ahead and check out my course. And maybe we'll do a giveaway very, very soon. Maybe next time, guys. Maybe next time. So that is it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you guys did, make sure you guys smash the like button. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Remember to stay happy, stay positive, and overall, stay safe out there. Take care, guys.